Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. My name is Ailsa and I'm here with Declan. And today uh, I thought we'd just explore something that has come up in my relationships over the years. And I, this one's kind of for the guys out there, typically, although it could be anybody. Let me tell you this little story and see if you uh, resonate with this at all. So let's say, Declan, that you're 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 trying to ask your partner, you know, what she wants for her birthday, and you know you're you're all prepared. You're like, I remember her birthday's next week. I better be on the ball. I'll ask her what she wants, and I'll make sure I get everything sorted out. And you're kind of thinking, you know, giving yourself that proverbial pat on the back because you're pretty sure that this is going to be a good thing and you uh you know you you see your partner and you're like hey honey what, what would you like for your birthday next week and what i would like to put out there is that what happens often with this very innocuous question is that women typically respond especially if they haven't ever really had the opportunity to notice what they want and they've never really been supported in in finding what their needs and desires are that they often just kind of you know maybe blush or turn away or just kind of like oh it doesn't matter like whatever or I don't really want anything and what they're really thinking or at least this is what I what I would really be thinking inside is oh I hope he gets me something really special and makes me feel like loved and I'm sure he'll figure it out but I don't have the guts to say it. And so, you know, my actual words say, hey, no, no problem. I don't really want anything, you know, don't make a fuss. And, you know, typically I'm going to I'm going to open up to you in a second. But typically my understanding of of men is that they kind of take the literal meaning of the words. And so, you know, they they end up not doing anything because that's what she said. Right. (laughs) And then all hell breaks loose on her birthday when you haven't done anything. So I'm going to just turn it over to you and see if you've ever had this type of type of scenario occur. Yes, indeed. A wise friend once said to me that most everything, uh, disagreements, this kind of things, is comes from a communication breakdown. So this is classic uh, communication breakdown. The man, simple man, asks, you know, a complicated woman what she wants. Oh, I don't want anything, dear. And you know, depending on where you're at and in, in the in your relationship you know, as far as how well you know each other and duration and all that kind of thing, uh, especially at the beginning, you know, you may take it at face value if she doesn't want anything. Well, of course that's not true. She wants something, even if even if it's, you know, something that doesn't, you know, cost, doesn't necessarily have to cost any money if you're working with a budget or whatever, but you gotta, you gotta do something. <laughs> you gotta put in some sort of effort somewhere even if it's just a little homemade something or other that costs nothing or very little so you know do you think that men uh, you know we'll we'll keep it as men women i mean please do listeners can can put their own gender pronouns in there but you know typically you know do you actually know what she wants when you know when she says that do you feel it's fair that you're expected to mind read the woman you know what she wants 
Well, no, I don't think it's fair in this in the in the little literal sense of the word, fair. But you know, along with that um, classic uh, communication breakdown, there's also this. You know, it's all about the relating. You know, how do we relate? And there's always this give and take, ebb and flow. And uh, when you're in the flow, you just you just kind of know, right? And it's it's difficult to be in the in the flow. 100% of the time, you know, we all have our good days and bad days and so forth. So, yeah, another friend of mine, an, a, a sex educator, a somatic ed educator, said to me, a female edu educator, said to me, whatever the woman says, don't believe it. So I found that interesting, and at that time I was like, oh, how does that? that really works. So I pondered that for a long time and it was like, hmm, I think what happens, my sense is that what happens that a lot of the time is the woman tries to um, you know, please the other person, like give the other person what it is that they want. So if they feel that the man or the, the partner doesn't want or or would be put out by doing something for them they're, they're, that's what they want to give so it's kind of a, they, they actually want to receive but they end up giving instead yeah and I think what I was uh, you know what I find is that this is kind of a cultural uh, thing that, that, that we learn as we're kind of conditioned female you know, that we should consider other people's needs before our own, that we should, you know, look around and make sure everyone else is happy around us, and that we shouldn't really necessarily have needs and wants, um, you know, especially desires of things, you know, that's not even a necessity, right? So, um, you know, I'm not sure if men have the, a similar cultural conditioning to, you know, provide, I suppose they do in a way, but, you know, women really are conditioned to not ask for what they want, I've noticed. Yeah, I don't think that that, that necessarily applies to, I guess it depends on the arena, you know, in the, in the kind of mingling with, you know, acquaintances and the public at large, you know, probably not so much. But, but yes, as the provided in that from a man, from a masculine perspective as the provider for the family so the intimate uh, circle yeah you want you want to provide and, and and make sure that those people you know have their needs met that kind of thing so I guess it's kind of a it's also an ebb and a flow of things right so I'm wondering you know in this particular scenario you know that we described the one question that the, the, the man asked in this case you know hey honey what do you want for your birthday pretty simple question you know you're not necessarily going to get a clear answer because of some of these things we're, we're talking about you know that that women just are conditioned not to ask or they don't know you know a lot of women that I work with don't even know what they want you know to start with so you know my curiosity then goes to you know what other questions or what kind of sense of safety or learning could we provide or could be provided maybe to help this communication issue? Very good question. 
very, very good question from, yes, oftentimes man gets perplexed because, yeah, when, when there's a question asked and, and an answer given, and it seems quite straightforward, and then it ends up not being the case straightforward, whoa, but she said she didn't want anything, <laughs> but that wasn't the case, and that's a little bit perplexing, but you know, as I mentioned earlier, then, you know, depending on where you're at in your relationship, you would probably know that that wasn't the case. So there's this kind of underlying unwritten, you know, rules of engagement, so to speak, about, you know, how we're going to interact. And, and it's just, yeah, the, the, you know, what is it over 80% or whatever the percentage is of communications nonverbal so that also depends a lot on on uh, body language and that kind of thing and so obviously I could say or my partner could say oh I don't want anything and if they're kind of in a happy mood when they say it then oh I could well I could take that as wow I'm just gonna get her a little something surprise surprise or whatever right or I'll, I'll like do it the day before the birthday or the day after and let her stew a little bit or something you know give her a bit of a surprise right beforehand or after you know, that's kind of I've used that tactic before because it, it, it is it is strange this old saying it all's fair in love and war you've heard the saying right most of us at least in my generation have heard this saying maybe not the younger generation but if if indirect verbal communication is a tactic from the female side, then yeah, maybe I'll, uh, you know, counteract with a similar tactic and see if that works. And if that doesn't work, then well, you know, I'll have a day or two or a few hours of, of uncomfortableness and we'll go back to... <laughs> so I, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. Has that tactic ever worked? <laughs> <laughs> to improve your relationship. <laughs> it definitely uh, added some spice and made it more interesting. <laughs> I don't know if it's improved it or not, but it definitely made it more interesting. Uh, well, okay. So if you're, if you're going for an interesting relationship, then you could listen to Declan's advice. Try that out. <laughs> A little love and war. <laughs> but uh, where I was thinking was, um, you know, how how would it feel to kind of look at um you know increasing the sense of safety in the communication and you know so the man might be feeling unsafe because he's tried this before and asked a simple question and gotten his head bitten off so he's feeling a little unsafe on that sense and the woman may be feeling unsafe because she's asked for something she wanted before and you know been laughed at or told that she shouldn't want that or you know that she's how can we afford that or or whatever so if both parties are feeling unsafe you know this is the the not the beginning of a great great communication so my curiosity is kind of you know from my from my side if if I take the side of the woman here um you know I would want to hear something like you know hey honey I really, really want to make you feel special and I want to be able to show you how much I love you and I know your birthday's coming up, you know, what is something that I could do for you? 
And, and theoretically, it's somewhat the same as the, hey, honey, what do you want for your birthday? But now it's adding in the fact that I would be making my partner happy, you know, because he's wanting to do something for me. So now that he's going to get some joy out of, out of doing this, doing this thing for me. And so it, it gives me a sense of, okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm asking for something, but I'm also giving, you know, my partner a, a sense of joy to, to, to give something to me. To me, that, that kind of increases the sense of, well, he really does want to do something and he's going to get some joy out of it. And then I'm getting, you know, uh, satisfaction not only from receiving something that I want, but also knowing that my partner is enjoying doing the giving. So, you know, what, what from your, if you're taking the, the side of the man, you know, what kind of safety would or what kind of sense would give you a sense of safety in, in asking a question or in being able to engage? Wow, that's, that's pretty tough to, it varies on depending on the circumstances and, you know, you know, the individual and the mood and all that. So it's diff, difficult to answer that, that question if I don't have the, you know, you know, exact, you know, context as far as this, this seemingly simple like what do you want for your birthday but uh, you know i liked how 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 you worded it it's like oh i want to make you feel special that's something a little bit more specific and if there's like an i don't know or don't get me anything answer to that question then then i can kind of say oh, okay well maybe hmm. okay i'm just going to do something if i get that same answer to that question i'm going to say or i'm going to probably do something you know i get the sense that most you know women like surprises little romantic surprises so i just do something a little <laughs> surprise-ish so what's your go-to for all the all our listeners out there there might be going come on man what's the what dish the secrets here what's you, your <laughs> you just get a little something you, a little something like i don't know a bouquet of flowers or or you know you show up somewhere you know, at their workplace uh, or, or somewhere where they're not expecting to see you and, you know, with the flowers in hand, you know, freshly shaven, you know, new, freshly ironed shirt, that kind of thing, you know, looking spiffy. So they have, so, so your partner has the, the benefit of, of showing you off to their work colleagues and friends and, and having a public display of how much their partner cares for them? Yes. <laughs> That's probably not 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 going to go over too badly, I would think. <laughs> yeah, but not only that, not only not only <laughs> um, that. That's you know, in my mind, it's kind of secondary. It's just it's the surprise element of it. It's not so much sharing it with their colleagues or acquaintances or whatever. That's kind of secondary. I mean, I mean, you know, most people do have some sort of work uh, colleagues. I mean, a lot of people are working from home nowadays too. So yeah, you, you know, just <laughs> it's hard to dis hard to surprise someone when you're yeah. working from when home. When you're working from home, it's hard <laughs> to surprise them, right? So just like yeah, just that's what I feel that that's most often been a rewarding experience is the little surprise bouquet of flowers. It doesn't have to be that much, like materially speaking, you know, a, a dozen roses or even a single rose. You know, isn't that much? You know, it doesn't cost that much. Mm -hmm. So 
it's the surprise element. It's that you put some effort into something and some thought into something that's the real key. And everybody knows this. Everybody knows this. It's not the, it's the thought that matters, right? This old cliche. Mm-hmm. You know? And mm-hmm. that's, and I believe that that's, it has some mm-hmm. substance. That's really true. Put some thought in, into what it is you're going to do. And, and, you know, do it. And I think you're saying too, you know, that if you, depending on how well you know your partner, you could, you usually know something that she likes and how she likes it typically from having spent time with her. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. Um, you know, as a, as a man though, you know, I'm sure you've also had your head bitten off by someone, you know, you tried to listen to what they were actually saying and then they, they, uh, gave you a mouthful when you didn't actually read their minds behind the words. You know, how, how would you like to be uh, held, held in a more safe place to even ask the question? You know, I'm sure there's, there's people out there that are like, I wouldn't even dare ask the question now. <laughs> you know, some of these people have been married 30 years. They're like, I just don't ask my wife what she wants, you know, because they're afraid of all the rage that comes up. You know, usually women have suppressed rage around if they haven't ever had their needs met or being asked, you know, and it's not even about their partner, it's about all this other stuff. And so, you know, I've, I've known a lot of men that tend to walk on eggshells or around their partner around these types of questions and just don't even bother asking after a while. You know, how, how would you give advice to, you know, women maybe there's a way of helping their partner feel safer to ask? I'm kind of stumped on that one because it's so specific to the situation, mm-hmm. you know, it, and it really does rely on the the relating, you know, the 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 daily, you know, relating to every single interaction, relating, just being being present with that and not, you know, so often these days what I see is the the devices, you know, like like. Know, people can't even turn off their devices while they're visiting with their friends you know so they're actually visiting with their friends but their devices are still going on so they're actually visiting with multiple friends at the same time and those friends are remote from where you you actually are and, and I find that quite challenging uh, so I've, I've actually asked you know people that I'm spending time with you know can we put the devices away for a time mm-hmm. you know I'm not asking you to, to lock it up for the rest of the day or anything but how about an hour or something we just shut the devices down and, and look at each other and, and, and communicate with one another without the distractions so and I got distracted I got distracted without the device <laughs> yeah well that makes sense I mean you know spending time with a person uh, you know, giving them your attention, which I think is what you're what you're talking about, um, on both sides could could allow the kind of communication necessary to answer this simple question. Hey, honey, what do you want for your birthday? Mm-hmm. I mean, just to turn it around, uh, you know, in the last couple of minutes here, you know, if 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 your partner said to you, Hey, what do you want for your birthday? Do you feel like you'd be able to answer that in a in a quick, logical? way yes and coming from my perspective from a a male a male perspective i mean i can't speak for all men of course but 
I have often and done this in the past and said and, and truly meant it don't get me anything for my birthday I want your company I want your company I don't want anything material Just, I want your presence. And I really mean that. I really do mean that. I don't nece- necessarily... Yeah, sometimes I want things. Oh, yeah, I'm, you know, getting... My socks are worn out. I've got holes in the heels. I need a new pair of socks. <laughs> sure. I need some new new slippers, whatever. Sure. We'll make if, sure Santa knows for next Christmas. I like, the, I like you know, kitchen kitchen supplies. You know, you know it's like this, but... If, if I actually feel like I'm content as far as my material needs around the house or, or, or mm-hmm. whatever, then I will actually say, please don't get me anything. Just let's have dinner together. Mm-hmm. Come over, we'll cook dinner together. That to me is a much more, yeah, bring me some food, you know, bring me some fresh food and we'll cook together. That's to me a more rewarding experience than receiving something. Obviously, you know, if you've got a gold bar or something, then yes, I'll take it. But... Yeah, well, I think that's that's interesting because as I'm listening to you, I'm like, well, that sounds really nice, but I'd still want to have the flowers and whatnot too. <laughs> so maybe there's a difference there as, as well. And and you know, it's interesting if you're out there listening to think about. That's a it's a great question to think about. What do you want? Like, it doesn't have to be your birthday, but what would you say? And uh, the more specifically we can. Um, you know, ask for what we want, the more likely we are to get it. So, you know, I, I do try to work on this fairly regularly, you know, and if you can say, yes, I'd like a dozen red roses delivered at the door on the day of my birthday, and then I'd like to cook dinner together, and then I'd like to, you know, watch my favorite movie, and it, it, that's what I'd like, the more specifically you can outline that, the, uh, the more clear and easy it is for people to accommodate and jump in and offer those things to you so uh, I think it goes both ways learning to communicate learning what you really like and want and again you know because we're uh, speaking from a somatic educator point of view learning what uh, what you like and how you like it is a somatic sensory experience for the most part at least to start off with and so you know, spending some time doing some work with a somatic educator or, or, you know, doing some exercises where you're finding out what your body enjoys, what, you know, it, what scents you like. You mentioned roses, they smell beautiful, they look beautiful. You know, what do you enjoy? Um, you know, finding out who you are and what, uh, and what you would even like is a, is a practice. And I know we often mention some kind of practice at the end of our recordings here. So I would say that would be my practice for you uh, this time would be to see, you know, what sensory things you actually enjoy. What is your favorite scent? What is your, you know, what color do you like? What kind of flower do you like? What, um, you know, what kind of material do you like to feel on your skin? That kind of thing. So, you know, explore that and um, let us know how it goes. Let us know when your birthday is. Maybe we can, <laughs> we can ask you what you'd like and, ha- and help manifest that for you. So again, thank you so much, Declan, for joining me today. And uh, we will see you next time.